0: back at the ranch
1: so you just ate two butterfinger three and a handful of pretzels like four and i just ate five marshmallows and it's almost 10 o'clock
0: yeah i'm not done yet
1: it is the season of that we had this part of the country's comfort food, gravy and meat and mashed potatoes. You can't really go wrong.
0: I had green beans.
1: Some green beans just make us all feel better about what we were doing.
0: Steamed in butter.
1: Yeah. Well, it is fall, full it on. There's a cold
0: front coming. It's
1: cold. <laughs> it was a nice day today. I went on a walk to like shake the stink off of this week and. It was, yeah, I was was flushed. Saw some pheasants and a pretty sunset. Two miles up to the grain bins and back.
0: Saw pheasants up there?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. The dogs, and every time I go walking by myself, Alex's dog hears us when I get up the hill and comes running just to go on the walk and then When we get back down towards the house, she just goes back to her house. (laughs) She, like, hears us. And she doesn't, I don't know, she's not always, like, right with me, but she's like, oh, we're going for a walk. All right, I'm coming. And then she leaves. So this week's column is, it's about all the layers that we, like, strip on and off in this neck of the woods to get to the right temperature and how we seem to, like, breeze past this kind of in-between time of October it's not really the pretty part of fall it's not really winter but it's kind of like that in-between season where we just get work done and hope that the frost stays away for a little while hope that we get a little bit nicer weather but we don't really lean in and appreciate it very much and also like the dread a little bit of like the idea that summer is officially over and the dread of winter coming and how I need to like stay in the moment. And so I've been feeling that a little bit this last couple of weeks, like grouchy because I know that winter's coming. I know you haven't noticed I've been grouchy.
0: <laughs> this is news to me.
1: <laughs> um, because it's like, oh, okay, I am I need to like live more in the moment. But I thought it would be fun to ask you when you get out <laughs> to Because we worked cattle last week on Friday and like it's the time of year where you put a whole bunch of layers on and then you strip them off like little by little as the day goes on because it gets. Then you go home
0: at night and you have to find like seven shirts, Mm -hmm. which
1: we which I totally did when we were vaccinating on Friday. Like I put on this is what I wear. Well, I didn't do long underwear. Did you? Are you wearing your long underwear yet?
0: Yeah, I did that day. My silkies.
1: Okay. Yeah, you were
0: So it's not real long underwear, but it's like lightweight.
1: Lightweight silk underwear. That's the one present you always get from me every Christmas because you wear those out every year. So you did long underwear, jeans, chaps, long underwear shirt. Yep. Button up over that, like a flannel.
0: Oh, yeah. Not that I... I had two other shirts and then a flannel.
1: Okay, well tell tell me so long underwear shirt, long sleeve shirt.
0: Can't remember. I just remember I had two more shirts on. Flannel.
1: Then a flannel. Neckerchief, silk scarf. Vest. Be- wool vest. Sweatshirt. Over the wool vest. Yep. Jacket. Yeah. Carhartt jacket.
0: Wow, just a lightweight.
1: That's not, that's your lightweight card.
0: <laughs> well, it's like a shacket or whatever. It's not,
1: it's
0: not, it's not a, <laughs> a coat. A shirt jacket. It's a, like a button up.
1: A stormy cromer, ear flapper hat. Yep. Wool hat. Leather gloves. Yep. Just cowboy boots. Wool socks.
0: Yeah, just regular. Just regular socks.
1: And that's what we <clears> went out at. At like 8 in the morning, because it was probably like, what, 25 degrees? Yeah. 30. And then by the time we were working cows in the chute, you had taken off like pretty much all of your, you took off your neckerchief. You took off at least your outer two coats. Yep. Not your shafts. And I, we were picking things up, like all of the vaccination, like the garbage and everything that we make, and then all of the coats that everyone took on, I was
0: collecting. <laughs> we you got to do a lot of tiny layers because you don't want to be caught in between layers where you're too hot or too cold. Because
1: you can never. What is, what's the saying? You can't. You can always put. Wait. You can always take things off when you're out there, but you can't put things on. So you want to make sure that you're wearing
0: enough. Yeah. You can't put it on if you didn't bring it. If you didn't bring
1: it. <laughs> So it's the season of the layers. I left all my layers on. I wasn't working as hard as you, though. I was standing and writing numbers down and an occasional ear take. But, um, yeah, I was thinking about that. And then pretty soon it will be like 40 below zero and you don't take anything off.
0: Yeah. And I basically wear the exact same outfit from now until next summer.
1: Until the spring. I don't really
0: change. I don't wear big winter jackets or coats or...
1: You just wear a bunch of layers.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Unless I know I'm going to be standing outside, like just standing there. hmm But I don't really have to do that anymore, so...
1: Oh Well, we were having supper with the girls, and we used to do this a little bit more. We haven't done it for a while, where, where we ask them, what is the question? Like, it comes from the Bluey show. Favorite thing?
0: Favorite thing today, yeah.
1: So... They go, we go around the table and they say their favorite thing that happened today. But then I was thinking we should do that. What's your favorite thing that happened this week? Since we haven't even really talked.
0: I can't remember the whole (laughs) week.
1: Well, from last time we talked, was it working cows with your BFF? Little Brett?
0: Probably. Trying to think what else. That was on Friday. Oh, then it was dad's birthday on Saturday, and they got to take the girls bowling. They got to do that for the first time.
1: Yes. The competitive little Rosie and Edie.
0: It's funny, Edie is proud of Rosie, because Rosie got 100 points, mm-hmm. which was more than Edie got. Yeah. So then she was bragging about... Rosie Rosie getting 100 points and then never really said how many she she got got. unless you specifically asked and then she would be like, ah, like 77 Well, that happened
1: in their little gymnastics meet on Saturday. They were in a little gymnastics meet and they actually did some scoring. The poor girls had no idea what they were doing, but the coaches like helped them. And Rosie got second place in one of her events. And Edie was so, so proud of her. Didn't she
0: get third overall?
1: She got, well, I mean... Yeah, third overall, but they broke them into groups, so it's kind of
0: like, but. Oh, don't play it. <laughs> she, she's four, and she practices maybe once a week.
1: I know, but I mean, it's just sweet. They all get a medal, and they got like five medals, and Edie didn't really want to do it in the first place, but she overcame that and w- had fun with it, and then Rosie got, well, she's just so athletic, and so Edie's like always watching her and wanting to
0: Was that- be- was that her cheer team routine she was working on tonight?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She likes that way more. She
1: loves cheer. And they got to be in the homecoming parade doing it. I do believe cheers.
0: it's the outfits.
1: It's, it's the, well, she said, did I say this before? It makes her feel
0: fierce. Oh, God. <laughs> fierce cheerleaders.
1: Isn't that cute? It is. So cute. And she likes the dancing, and I think it's just like yeah the routine of it and so they got to be in the homecoming parade that was on friday and so friday like kicked my ass that whole week last week kicked my ass it was one night of work after another night of work and then running around friday drove the girls into town came back we went helped with cows which i love and wanted that's what i wanted to spend my whole day doing and then we got done right when i had to leave for town to pick up the girls from school and then do the parade, and then come home, and then, oh, set up for Fall Fest, and then Saturday I had to, yeah, go to their gymnastics meet and then do, for my organization, we did free pumpkin painting, so sat there, and then you took the girls to bowling, and then I said, I had the house to myself, and I was like, I think I'm going to just go home, and I think I'm going to take a nap, and I slept from like four to six. It's weird to be in the house by yourself weird yeah and then i actually watched a movie like... well,
0: then we went to mom and dad's and then dad built that shuffleboard table oh. you know rosie's freakishly good at shuffleboard she's freakishly case good at every... like better than me at it really yeah
1: how does anyone even does she anyone barely play see over shuffleboard?
0: The well it's a really cool shuffleboard so he painted the shuffleboard into a curling table oh so it's got both you can play it either way but it's got like curling rings, and then you—oh, it's like you curl.
1: Does she even understand what she's doing?
0: Well, I just tell her where to do
1: and where know. to put it.
0: Yeah, like huh. aim at this bullseye, you know, basically. And she's she gonna be shoots like bullseyes.
1: Oh, I know she's gonna it's like be like her and Jason. Like, yeah, she's like gifted. She can do the monkey bars backwards, and she's got little muscles, and yeah, it is. She loves gymnastics. Well, anything that she's gonna like win, she wants to win it all. But tonight I told, they were making slime again, in case anyone was wondering, we're not out of the slime phase. And I was like, you can't turn your back to her. She's going to get it in her hair. She got food coloring all over her hands, everything. And I said, Rosie, quit making the biggest mess. Try, I said, try not to make the biggest mess in the world. And she was like, mom, that's not the biggest mess in the world. If a meteorite hits the earth, that would be the biggest mess in the world.
0: (laughs) Pretty much. How do you
1: even know about meteorites? (laughs)
0: She has that will, 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 Where's Waldo book. Oh. And she just recently found out that there's more things to find oh. than just Waldo.
1: Oh, that's fun. So
0: now it's a not race. I have to find the wizard, which is really hard. Oh, God. Before she finds Waldo.
1: Why'd you tell her that? That's going to be the world's longest book. Take you six nah, hours to get there. She the- got
0: to like where Jordan was, where she pretty much... She can find Waldo before he finished so reading the words.
1: Jordan is our li- my little cousin when he was like one. Yeah. He could find Waldo on every single page of the Waldo book in one second. In like
0: one second. He
1: had that like memorized. It's insane to see how much these girls, like when they're little, how much they remember. Like every kind of song, everything. If we listen to our song, that's Edie's gift. If we listen to a song more than once, she knows every word to it. Yeah. And they're in, Rosie's into that Jojo Siwa right now.
0: Yeah. And yeah, heard, they're both like that. They you have know, memories. Yeah. If they're into it. If they're not into it, yeah. no memory. no memory.
1: Um, But I heard him say today, did you know that when mom was little, Jojo Siwa wasn't even born? <laughs> <laughs> so there's something about when you talk about, in the column, when I talk about like the season change and try and describe what it looks like out here and the way the crick kind of runs slow this time of year and just all the descriptors that I choose to use when I'm writing about just what it's like from people. And I think yeah. there's so much nostalgia in that sort of in between time. So I got a lot of nice emails about from people that are saying their ways that they kind of celebrate this season or the places that are special to them. So there's the simple noticing these like simple things I think people really appreciate. And I think that's where I'm trying to be now, even just like forcing myself to go outside or even when we were riding on Friday, like really move, we moved the cows, we worked the calves, gave them vaccinations, checked them, counted them, take them, made sure everything was going good. Um, so we don't sell for another month and then moved them to another cover crop. And we just let them lazily walk along and, like, graze. And our friend Brett always helps us, and he was riding Alex's horse. And we're just pushing them along as slow as could be. And he's like, this is how they used to graze cattle or move cattle, like, from the south to the north on cattle trails when, you know, back in the day. Like, they would just let them eat and graze. Like, you think about cowboys moving these cattle, like, in the movies where they're rounding up and chasing them. Yeah, they talk
0: about it like it's a big cattle drive, but they just grazed their way across the U.S. Just like pretty
1: meandering, really, and letting them do what they need to do it, um, because they have to eat and water and they don't want them to lose all that weight. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's like a good point, like just letting them kind of be cows as they go along. They weren't racing them across the country. And all of us, you know, are so in such a hurry doing everything. But I even had to remind Dad who, you know, he, I keep, reminding myself that he just is in a different time frame like a different mode all the time because he's so used to hurrying because he was working
0: me and brett were talking about that like they just want to go fast like well, I, I think because they've lived long enough to see all the ways that it can go wrong so if you <laughs> have to plan in for time for all of those things to go wrong and then when they don't
1: I think with. Or
0: they do, or whatever, but I don't know. It's I think just always, with
1: dad, it's. Maybe it's that, but I think it's. He's always had to be in a hurry because he was working but, like.
0: But like ed, jobs. everybody's dad's like that. It's not. <laughs> he's not unique in that. You it's think like everyone's like that. work with dad? dad's like that's like a race. Like, it's like, how fast can we do this? Like, it's. Really? You know, the, it'll be interesting. I'm going to go help a neighbor, which is one of my other friends' dads. I'll
1: have to take note and see if he's on, in a hurry.
0: Yeah, on Saturday, and I'll see. Then I'll have another.
1: <laughs> we'll take a cool.
0: to, But everybody I talk to, it's always like email me go if fast. your
1: dad's not in a hurry and then we'll talk. Because I guess it could go other ways if you're you're working with someone and they're slow. I think there's I know dad enough to know what it is. Number one, and here I'm speaking for him. But I think it's because he had, you know, another job and so he was always working cattle and doing ranch things on his time that he wasn't in the office. Well,
0: yeah, and doing it by himself. And, doing and he it by had himself. like a whole list of reasons. Yeah and Why? then it's also but what I found funny is it's he's not unique to it.
1: Yeah. And I think also he doesn't want to waste anybody's time. So if you have help, that's not
0: you know you,
1: you you're fine with wasting your own time potentially, but if you have helpers, you don't want them standing around. He can't stand it. He feels like they need to go off and do something better. But Brett, our friend Brett who comes and help, he wouldn't want to be anywhere else. In fact, I left you two at two o'clock and I came home and he was still here <laughs> at seven or eight o'clock.
0: Well, we like, had important things we needed to talk yeah, about.
1: Over whiskey and Budweiser. <laughs> no, Bushlight. Yeah. So I had to tell dad, like, because we had to run back and get the tags and, like, no one's in any hurry. We just let's enjoy this because there were times when he was so sick. And I was so sick that you just that's all you wanted to do is be out there working cows. So for us it you know, it's work, but it's not like I would much rather be doing that than anything else.
0: Yeah, well, right. And it's not like we have, you know, a thousand right. head or any kind of a huge We
1: can take it easy and get it of, done in an afternoon.
0: Like kinda no matter what
1: mm-hmm. we
0: have to do unless all things go wrong
1: mm-hmm.
0: in a day, yeah. We're gonna get it done. Right.
1: And I think that crew is my own good. It's
0: good to have your dad around a little bit because I tend to go the other way on it. Slow. Like just, yeah, it takes longer. So at what Everything point in your slower. dadhood
1: do you get to be in a hurry? Because you've never been in a hurry in your entire life. So you... I think
0: for me, that <laughs> ship has sailed. Like I'm not a hurry person. No kidding. <laughs> I, I hate being in a hurry. I can't stand it.
1: So I what's just, that about? What's that I don't about? Know.
0: Like it's just.
1: But your dad was never in a hurry. Your dad would take this. He mm, built a house he had, he from the his, ground up.
0: He has the things that he hurries about. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. It's just
1: that's not your nature. Would every say, time I get in a
0: hurry, I end up with a broken bone.
1: Well, we did cover that last week. Yeah. I don't know. There has to be happy medium. <laughs> I don't know if huh. anyone...
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm getting better. Another 20 years, I'll probably be running at the speed of light.
1: Maybe because you're racing against time. <laughs> Father time. <laughs> but it's been like we got so lucky because the wind... Oh, my word. Remember last week? The wind was like oh, 55 was miles an hour.
0: The two days before we did it. It was, oh,
1: it blew the pumpkins were rolling on my driveway. It blew uh, them. It was awful. It was like hurricane force winds. I mean, up here anyway. It was terrible. So you wouldn't have been able to do any of that work in the wind. Like you just can't do anything. I was walking to the to my office and that's sort of on the hill um, in the, this building where I do some programming. And I was carrying something and my sunglasses blew right off of my face. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> so we got lucky with the nice weather, and I think this today was just was just beautiful. It was just perfect. So we're just soaking all of that in because it could be snowing, and it is snowing in other parts of the country right now.
0: So. Yeah, I was just watching this thing on the news. They were talking about how the cold front, and it's been unusually abnormally cold on the eastern half of the mm. s- states. Okay. And then it's been... Like record setting, unusually hot on the western, like, you know, Washington, mm. Oregon mm. stuff. And those fronts are just about ready. To, well, they, that was part of why the wind is happening because they're flipping. Oh. So it's going to be, then we're going to get the cold and they're oh. going to get the hot.
1: Listen to you, meteorologist.
0: Yeah, it was um,
1: you an informative
0: know, five minutes. You
1: are 40 and a dad because you're watching the weather like. You can't see I watched it, it on outside. YouTube.
0: I didn't even <laughs> wait for it to come on on TV. I watched it. I searched it.
1: You searched it out. You're learning about the weather pattern, <laughs> so you have some predictions. My friend, I think I've talked about this before, but she marks on the calendar in the spring. Is it the spring? Yeah, like when I think the fog it's comes. Any time. But... Any time the fog comes, there's a certain amount of time. That you mark.
0: It's like ninety days or something. I don't know, but we're gonna, gonna have if if it's ninety storm. days, we're gonna have a white December because we, we had, had a lot of fog. fog in September.
1: Yeah, so we'll have to ask Megan when we're gonna have the and she says the the winter weather. That's what we're measuring, it's, the fog to the winter weather.
0: Fog well, it's fog to moisture. Okay. Like when so, it's foggy. So if it's like springtime foggy, then it's gonna be rain. Sure. Falltime foggy, then it's gonna be snow. In 90 days. But it'll be Precipitation. Okay, I think it's ninety days. Other people probably know. And then there's like you know, furry caterpillars and
1: wife's tails.
0: All those things. What are the what's a
1: furry caterpillar? Because if you see a bunch of
0: furry caterpillars, it's going to be a bad winter.
1: We saw a furry caterpillar.
0: I haven't seen one yet. It's going to be great.
1: Rosie, we're going to have a
0: Florida winter.
1: (laughs) Rosie said it bit her, but I'm not sure that caterpillars bite. I'm not real sure on that.
0: I have never been bit by a cat, toy, <laughs> and I think I've been bit by just about anything you can get bit by. Rosie, yeah, there
1: that was kind of a fun little find in the garden. Um, but yeah, look at us talking about the weather as just true northerners, that's all I got.
0: <laughs> but the, yeah, well, with that wind, then all of the leaves that we had that were oh, wow. yellow are now gone. So
1: I know it looks like.
0: It looks wintry, which is really nice if you're looking for cows in the trees, mm. if you're trying to find deer.
1: Not nice for family
0: pictures, which we did last week.
1: And I think we found, it's nice
0: for them too. Like, yep.
1: <laughs> we found some pretty leaves.
0: I mean, if you really want to do nice family pictures, you got to do it in the spring, or you get like one day <laughs> when the leaves change before they fall off.
1: Yeah, we found some. They turned out really nice. You've awesome. Gotta get
0: those spring pictures when everyone's like pasty ghost white, (laughs) a little bit rounder from this winter.
1: (laughs) No. I always do them in the fall because it mark because that's when the girls are like another year older. Like their birthdays are close and so it's kind of like they're, you know, around their birthday time, but they're looking so
0: well that's a thing we haven't really talked about. How we got two birthdays coming up. I I know. I don't know what the plan is for
1: There's well, Edie wants her first sleepover party for her birthday. She wants to invite two of her friends and have a sleepover I party. I
0: feel like that's easier than Rosie wants a nature party. <laughs> we live in nature. I know. She, she does- wants to bring nature into She's her like, room. like, I
1: want carpet grass.
0: <laughs> so I think one thing that would be fun is we could, like, maybe pull her bed away from the wall on that side and do paint trees and on her, in her room? Like paint her wall.
1: You're going to paint her wall?
0: We all can. It'd be like a family thing.
1: Like with permanent paint? Yeah. You're going to get artsy? You suggested getting
0: artsy? She suggested it. I thought that would Did she want to paint fun. her
1: wall with... She wanted to paint trees on her wall? Yeah. Huh. I mean, you know I'm all for a
0: project. Now I'm going to have Well, her. she gets a... Like, she's the... She's a second child for sure.
1: I know she should get in a because room because Edie
0: has an entire chalk wall that they can draw on.
1: I know
0: Rosie has the plainest, plain.
1: Well, it's not even a color. Had a t- yeah, it that is it's yellow.
0: Well, she's yellow had a
1: tent. Remember, I bought her a little tent in the corner. We could resurrect that. That drapes off the ceiling. We could redo her room like camping. I think that's funny. She like wants a nature. Bird. But little Emma is turning three, the little niece Emma, right
0: before their birthdays. Big two. Emma. Yeah. She's not little Emma.
1: You know what I was talking about to Alex about um, me eating five marshmallows, and she says every morning Emma asks for just a little bit of ready whip in her mouth. <laughs> 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 just a little bit, Mama. Just <laughs> give me a little ready with
0: (laughs) that's funny
1: so yeah we're parents of the year but I was speaking of food we were committed this week to doing a meal plan because we've been so busy so we had we have some good hearty fall meals on the Radar for the week.
0: I feel like I have meals for days in the winter time. Summer is like
1: just grilling
0: everything. Grab a meat and throw it on the grill.
1: Yeah. So some of what's on our list, I'll like pull it up because we were talking about it.
0: Well, I'm gonna do that pheasant night. stew sometime. Pheasant Probably stew, which is Friday like, maybe.
1: White sauce over pheasant breast. It's
0: basically, pheasant alfredo. Yeah. But you don't add noodles. You just make it into a stew, which is okay. Lee's. Mm-hmm. Lee and his brother. I'm not sure who invented it. There's some <sighs> disputes there on who, who actually invented it. But anyway, we had a one-year pheasant hunting with them down the f- at their farm, and it was really good. Yeah. It could be really good because we were pheasant hunting, so you and walk all tired. day, and it's kind of cold, yeah. and then you come back to house, and then stew's been simmering, You know, mm-hmm. so it's just that really, really good. Delicious. So it might not be as good as I remember oh, it, but it was cool. like – one of my more memorable meals
1: you know what my memorable meal was my most memorable meal
0: oh yeah i do i know this one
1: i feel like i might have argued. beach
0: tacos mm-hmm. i don't know I, if you have said this
1: after i went skydiving over the ocean in south padre island i am scared of heights and but i thought my friend wanted to do it and i thought okay I'm never going bungee jumping because I don't want the idea that I would jump out of a high place and get like maimed or dismembered, and like I wouldn't die if I hit the ground. But like if yeah, because sc- you you
0: never <laughs> parachuting anything.
1: parachuting you if you hit if something goes wrong you're just dead like that's only fine. if your
0: parachute partly opens and then you just get maimed no. and you just never even thought of that
1: I mean <laughs> I mean we would land in the ocean at South Padre Island. We took off like everything, like almost our, all our clothes. I had shorts and a tank top on. I was strapped to a guy with dreadlocks.
0: This is wee windy when you're free falling. But like in Remember other. Remember that plane we were on? We yes. sat on a bucket. <laughs> it was an upside down five gallon bucket. in the An airplane like... that had duct tape.
1: And we holding drove parts out of it to that, like the airport and, and it was like a smaller airport than Watford City it, at the time. That
0: is not an airport. That was a maybe a runway.
1: Yeah, with a building. It had a little building. It had a shack. I guess airport is in quotes. Um, and then I was like, "Sure, you take off your clothes, leave them in the van, or your clothes." <laughs> we weren't naked skydiving.
0: Yeah, this was extreme skydiving. We were in our twenties. Flapping in the breeze. <laughs> None of us had anything to flap.
1: Um. But anyway, like all your jewelry and sunglasses, whatever. And I, yeah, was hooked onto a guy with the like major dreads and like probably jumped out of the sky like four times, five times that day. It was like no big whoop to him. But there's no doors on that airplane. You were in a different airplane, weren't you? No. So what me and Justin went, uh, we jumped at the same time. How come you came down later?
0: Well, you take turns jumping out. I can't remember. We were all on the same plane, and then you take turns. Mm. Yeah. You got to do the buddy scoot because you're strapped to somebody, so you're like... I
1: can't believe I did that.
0: Do the... What do they call them? The bum shuffle?
1: The bum shuffle. Bum shuffle and just, like, jump out of the sky. And then that was the worst... The free fall was the worst whatever, however many minutes, 17 hours of my life. I hated it. I thought I was going to throw up.
0: Actually, I was exactly the opposite. That was... One hundred percent, the greatest part about it. As soon as the chute opened, I was kind of like, well, "This is sort of boring."
1: Boring. Floating. Well, it wasn't boring, it but it was like
0: the okay, whole way are.
1: free floating down to recover, and then like the whole next day, I swallowed the
0: atmosphere,
1: and then th- yeah, I. I also
0: it. don't like to not be in control of my situation. Like I wanted my own parachute.
1: Yeah, you would. You would want your own parents. And you
0: can pull the levers and, and do the things. you would be like,
1: oh, cool, I did that. Now I'm going to, like, go do it again. No biggie. I'm just going to jump out of planes now. I will never do that again, but I'm glad I did it.
0: Like, Yeah, it, I probably won't ever do it again either. But I didn't really want to do it in the first place.
1: I can't believe you, like, I wanted to go skydiving. It just skydiving wasn't, like, like I didn't, didn't not
0: want to do it. It was just, like, one of those things that... Like, I always wanted to go base jumping.
1: Yeah, see, yours, that's the diff- Like, I want to like wear them.
0: the squirrel suit yeah. and go...
1: I just want to go jump off a cliff with, like, no way of catching myself, but, like, well, they a have a parachute. Outfit.
0: What? They have a parachute. That's how it works. You squirrel suit for so long, and then when you're done squirrel suit and you parachute.
1: No, I hate it.
0: Why do you think they land?
1: I thought it was just their wing, little wings on their suit. <laughs> no. Don't they have little wing suits?
0: Uh, yeah, it's like a... It's a suit that turns you into a flying squirrel,
1: yeah. And like, so you
0: don't really have wings, I would be you just,
1: smashed you just like float a better, like a grasshopper against a cliff, and just slowly I don't know.
0: it looks super awesome. Does I it would though? totally want to do that, but you have to be like, you can't just do that. You have to have so many jumps out of a like, yeah, airplane. You have to be a proficient parachuter before They're, you can base jump.
1: People are crazy,
0: yeah. I know, oh, thank you. Rules are crazy, but.
1: And then they showed the video of me jumping out, everyone jumping out of the plane in the bar that next day or that night.
0: That night, and
1: everybody started laughing in the whole bar when my picture came up.
0: That's because it was the funniest I picture I think it I've it ever seen in my entire life. A link to it in the show notes. Of pure terror. It, I think you could see <laughs> pee drizzle floating up behind you.
1: Everything that I was feeling in my body was reflected on my face. I look like a Muppet. My jaw was unhinged. I could have swallowed the entire atmosphere. I was terrified. And that was like the snap of me free falling. And then when the parachute came and then we were like floating around and he's like, do you want me to do some spins? And like, Oh yeah, we got no. to do some
0: spinny things and no, stuff. That I'm, was kind of was fun. I was
1: trying to not throw up. And then, yeah, but you, so then they're like, yeah, do when, cause we're going to take video and photos of it. So like when you're falling, like look, like you're having fun, like do whatever for the smile for the camera, show off for the camera. I couldn't like I couldn't even I, I was like you, out of my body. You tried to
0: smile the world into your mouth. I was
1: out of my body. I don't think I would. <laughs> I like died. I was dead, and then that's night. why
0: those tacos were so good. Yeah,
1: that's, that's <laughs> because what then I... you wouldn't
0: stop talking. It's finally, somebody <laughs> I can't remember who one of our friends was like, "Jesus, just a taco." Not very. It was a good. fish taco.
1: <laughs> it was a fish taco on the beach because we lunch was so cool. You we land at the bar, right basically. on the beach, right in front of this bar. So you get to have a margarita after you sign your life away, and that was the best margarita, the best food I've ever had. I will stand by. Yeah,
0: that, that part was weird because you just land on the beach and you're like hooked. You like you just free fell from eleven thousand feet of an airplane or whatever you know parachute and yeah. free fall but you parachute and then you get to the ground or whatever and you unclip and they're like okay and then they wrap up their parachutes and you leave and you never see them again
1: it's like your life was just in my hand dreadlocks
0: and you're like oh, well, don't you want me to help fold up your chute or anything you're like
1: that nah. that's fine we're just gonna go back up and do it again with an 85 year old lady i think they were doing it that yeah thing. they
0: well they said that yeah
1: know? i will tell you i will not be the 85 year old lady jumping out of an airplane
0: I, mean, I tell you, don't make promises because you would be the 85-year-old woman that would do it again. Just be like, I can do this again.
1: Well, if Edie wanted to do it or Rosie wanted to do it, I would probably do it.
0: You would her. definitely do it.
1: But I would,
0: I would have would oh, in Oh, my I, God, what Edie would have the... She would have a face to rival yours.
1: Yeah, I feel like we're on the She same. would
0: totally do it, but... Yeah. She would have full-body spasms.
1: Rosie would be like you and be like, hang ten with a... With a camera like no big deal. Your I didn't base, do no, no big
0: your deal. Your face
1: barely changed. You barely were smiling. It was like, pff, pish posh, what's an airplane jump? That's the difference between me and you. I'm like, yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm,
0: cool. It was fun. Yeah. It was just... funner than I thought it was going to be.
1: <laughs> it's just interesting that you didn't. Yeah, that you didn't really want to do it in the first place and then you're like, take it or leave jumping out of a plane to your potential death. Of shark-infested waters, <laughs> or another just flat, sh- or just splat uh, on the on the on the sand, on people hanging out <laughs> on the beach, <laughs> traumatizing them. Anyway, I don't know why I said, why we were getting into that. Oh well, my best meal, but my favorite fall meals on the list. Well, of course, soup. But on our list is cheeseburger chowder for this week. And then I saw this recipe for like really creamy chicken, like a bake that's called marry me chicken that always comes up in all of our my searches. I'm going to actually try that this week. And then if we make a big cheeseburger chowder, we can eat that for the rest of our life this winter. So
0: I know you're not a big stew fan, but I <sighs> could eat stew five days a week for my entire life. Yeah,
1: because you were supposed to be like a mountain man born in like the early... In, 1800s just
0: stew everything i like stew Mm -hmm. and then the other two days i would just have steak
1: yeah you just be like all the apparently this is an all a man thing where you just cook like a piece of meat and just cut a piece of meat off and that's like your
0: supper yeah but it's so good
1: it's like oh what do you want for bre? what do you want for lunch i'll just cook up a sauce a big sausage with nothing else yeah just be like eating off
0: a well, sausage uh, all day. Okay, here's the thing. All that other stuff just gets in the way. It's Did like,
1: my potatoes tonight get in the way of your meatballs? Or was it a nice... Well, that's
0: all mixes together. It's all part of it. it. Yeah. It's almost like meatball stew when you mix it with those potatoes. Add Everything's gra- add, a stew if add you stew it gravy on it, it up. A little green beans <laughs> in it. It was, it was like it's a, a stew. stew on a plate.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much everything can be a stew. Or hot dish. I thought we did better with when we were thinking about what we were going to eat, but basically that was it. <laughs> Meatballs and cheeseburger chowder and some chicken. I put fajitas on there too. But yeah, I'd welcome any ideas for cooking because I actually feel like cooking when it's like this, but yeah. So before you got down here, I was working on my column for next week and I when I was walking, uh, I was thinking about this because... Lately, I've been listening to, like, a bunch of podcasts, listening to a lot of music, and, like, I feel like we're constantly distracted. So, we actually, on Sunday morning, you and I watched a movie.
0: Like, Oh, that was the first time I've done that in a long time.
1: Like, um, we watched the new Top Gun and watched it, like, kind of uninterrupted. I mean, the girls were around. But... I was thinking, we used to do this. We used to watch movies, number one. And number two, I used to watch movies and shows like Undistracted by a phone or like ding, notifications, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I was thinking, like, when's the last time you stood in line at a supermarket?
0: I say supermarket.
1: That sounds more like When's the last
0: time you were at the Piggly Wiggly?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Or at the post office or somewhere where you just, like, stood there.
0: Oh, I do it all the time. Like
1: 1999.
0: I do it. Oh, because like, you're
1: like. Awkward. I do it on purpose. To yeah, do that. Well, like, just to creep people out.
0: No, <laughs> just to like live because everybody, everybody yeah. is just glued in their phone. They don't look around at all, and you're just kind of looking around, and yeah. you almost feel like a.
1: You're in like, like a, a. Wallflower warp. kind yeah. of a thing,
0: like, but you're the only one that's actually there. Everyone right. else.
1: But there was a time screen. not that long ago, but like when we first moved back here, like I didn't have a smartphone. So you just weren't connected so much. And like every time I open my phone, I'm bombarded with or I see news of it's curated specifically towards like my the thing that I'm clicking on most, that's probably causing me the most anxiety. So I was talking with my friend, Sarah, who has a life coach business. And so we're working together on kind of doing some plans for the ranch vacation business. And then she's just trying to get me like to stay on track and stay focused. And I was like, we're trying to talk about the business. And I told her, um, I just can't, I can't offload. I need to offload some responsibility so I can focus on this thing that I want to do. I just keep taking on more or I'm so distracted all the time that I can only work in like 10 minute increments and it's maddening and it's something that we're like doing to ourselves and so we I did a kind of like a well she always has like tasks at the end of our conversation and one of mine is to not look at my phone before I go to bed to like actually read a book and not have my phone by my bed or have it by my bed but don't look at it because it helps with your sleep cycle to not oh yeah
0: that's a huge thing I can't if I look at my phone Then it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and it's like you go down this rabbit hole of of how much wasted time
1: doing what it's doing to your life. But I was thinking like, okay, when I first started writing this writing when I moved back here, that's all I was doing was like exploring my downtime. I was creating something. I was writing music. Then you
0: had your camera, camera.
1: I was taking pictures, and you
0: were doing that a lot. I mean,
1: I didn't have kids at the time, and it was like a different. There was a different goal, and there was a lot more space for that. I was kind of building that up, but what were we doing with before we had these phones connected to our hip in in the downtime of our life? You know, that's something that I've been thinking about lately. Like well, all like, those so little moments. We watch
0: some movies, but but we the, never really had a lot of downtime.
1: Well, I mean, that, yeah, like you're standing in line moments, you're waiting in the kid.
0: Well, pick up well one thing, like people talked to people.
1: Yeah. Or like you're in the you, coffee shop and you're like, what are we, what, what did we do? Cause we lived in that time. We're there's like, a lot
0: of studies about that, how people are the most connected that they've ever been in yeah. the history of the world. And we are the least personable, like the least connected, but to for, actual people talking to people.
1: It just stifles creativity because there's never a time where you're bored or with your own thoughts. And Because you can just constantly have information, like entertain me, entertain me, entertain me. And I just get worried about that with our kids. So that's one of my goals for, and and for myself, I get worried about it. Like I don't want to lose that creative drive or that, I don't want to be scared to like be a little bit bored or a little bit alone with my thoughts. And also I'm tired of um, all of the thousand million ways people can get a hold hold of us now, get a hold of
0: me. I've been telling you this for a long time. Stop answering.
1: No, my point is that it's your stuff is dinging at you all the time, and then you have the watch that dings at you, and like there's just too much distraction.
0: I agree with you, but
1: but yes, in that regard, we live
0: such different lives that it's not but even... your
1: job isn't to communicate with people.
0: I know that's what I'm saying. We so live such so I don't really have the
1: idea that I to... stop responding is not really an option. I mean, yes, I can put boundaries on when I respond, and that's something I'm doing. Like. I'm not responding just right the minute that someone is messaging me because that's not necessary. But like, anyway, I'm trying to live like it's 1999. That's one of my goals. Live a little more like it. (laughs) And that means like reading a book before bed and spending more time. Yeah. Writing maybe it's in the downtime. That's what I would have done before. Instead of just like consuming content all the time. So, that's I wrote that down that's like my mental health check because I think in the column I talk about just dreading you know a little bit of that seasonal depression that I get in the winter not right away because you're kind of excited for the season change but it definitely happens after the holidays and I get like really anxious about the long nights and that's usually when I'm my most creative if I can just stay like afloat with my mental health and so I'm gonna try to do those things and then try to keep, like, moving in my exercise. up, But I'm talking to someone who doesn't... Do you have deal with that at all? Like, do you dread oh, winter? Or do have
0: mental health? I have mental health.
1: <laughs> I mean...
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you asking? Do well, like, I dread do you, winter?
1: Yeah, I don't know. You don't, like... Do you have those thoughts about winter coming or...
0: No. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't... I mean, I... It's different. Like I, I'm trying to think of how to put it into words. Like, I hate it that it's dark all the time, mm-hmm. but that's not the same as like depression or anxiety or whatever. It's just, I just I don't like that it's dark all the time. It's different now that I don't have to go clock in and clock out at an office somewhere where you get there, it's dark and you leave and it's dark and you live your entire life in the dark in the winter. That is awful. Yeah. I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. So, get to actually live a day in the day.
1: Yeah. I mean, I work in an organization so I'm kind of, and I bring the girls to and from school so I'm kind of in that world where it's like you leave and you bring them home and you can't play outside and you don't
0: Well, get, like, yeah, and I guess with that, like, you, you just don't have the day, the daytime hours aren't yours.
1: Right, to like, go outside and, to like,
0: So, you're, yeah, you see the sun and you see the daylight, but you don't get to do anything with it other than whatever you're being paid to do.
1: What I think you can, yeah, maybe also take like some of those moments while you're, while I'm at work. And that's an idea too. Like, I can go for a quick walk outside. Like, that's not against the law. Just because I'm sitting behind a desk doesn't mean I have to stay there constantly. So, I'm trying to like think that through and be conscious of it. And I don't think it has to be like, Sometimes people get like really focused in on like, I'm going to have a plan and, and it's going to be, you know, 17 steps. But if I just take some of these little steps, I think I'm going to feel a lot better. I already know, like if I do a little bit of yoga before I go to bed to like calm my brain and then read a little bit, I sleep better and all the way through the night. And then, yeah,
0: so. I dread the winter pain. I don't like it when you go outside and if your skin touches the air, it hurts. But
1: I mean, also like all the chores and all the stuff that you, because you work outside. Like you built a, rebuilt a whole barn in like forty below.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. that's not like, it's not fun, but it's not.
1: You're you just don't aren't that affected by it
0: because well, you're supposed just,
1: to be a mountain man.
0: No, it's just not mentally so much. Like I don't, I don't have.
1: I would like seasonal to be you. stuff. I'd like so to much. be you so Everybody much. Everybody
0: wants to be Cause me. Because you're
1: just like, <laughs> not oh, well, jump on a plane. Eh, eh, winter, impending winter for 17 months. Eh, I mean, it's kind of annoying that it's dark. Like you have no, and you're a man, so you don't have all the other ma- ma- female ailments that I have. I swear to God, you've never had a headache in your you've life. You've never
0: had a man cold. You have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about.
1: I just had a two-week cold. and. Two weeks, I was coughing. I had to edit out 17 hours of coughing in the last last podcast.
0: I think mine was three weeks.
1: (laughs) I know. Yours was three years, your man. The man culture is significantly worse. I know. I know. God. Thank God you weren't the one that had to get your chest cut open. Remember when you had to get your wisdom teeth out and you were the most pissed you've ever been? Those are the things. (laughs) Boy,
0: I was mad about that. (laughs)
1: i still I'm mad. Like, I can
0: still feel the scars. The
1: only thing that's ever made you mad in your life was a guy who ran over our culvert and your wisdom teeth. That's it. That's all. Those are your two things that get your blood boiling.
0: Well, I can get pretty mad at a dog.
1: <laughs> a dog not listening. Yeah. 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 But that's it. You got three. I have a list. I have lists. <laughs> <laughs> and it just depends on the day if it's going to annoy me a lot or a little. And that is not fair. When I die and come back, I'm coming
0: back as you. Oh, when I die, I've already said this. When I die and come back, I'm coming. Well, I'm coming back as, as Gigi's dog. As Judy Veter's dog.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, we all want to be pard. Yeah. But like, if I have to come back as a human, I'm coming back as a man.
0: You should probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm not coming back as a female. This female
1: thing is bull crap. Bull. Lots of ways it is, but the multi. Anxiety is going on in my head at all times. Worrying about the way someone's going to be maimed and dismembered mostly all the time. I always have that running through my head. Worst case scenario. Of who's
0: going to, like, just, random?
1: Know, you, anyone I'm with. If we're just, you know, I think about all the dangers around us constantly. Well, I
0: do. I mean, sort really? like That doesn't give me anxiety, but you always got to think about that. Well,
1: keeps me up at night.
0: <laughs> and does not keep me up at I
1: night. I told, so Alex's rooster, you know, she has that naughty rooster. And it was kind of not pecking at Emma that day, but it was like.
0: <sighs> Anybody that has a naughty rooster and it <laughs> lives more than the first day it's naughty <laughs> is a crazy But person. her
1: kids love those chickens.
0: Uh, well, keep the chickens. That's okay. fine. But you got a naughty rooster, then you know what you have? Chicken nuggets. Okay,
1: but the point is, another friend of mine who has chickens. I was talking to her about Alex's rooster and how it's kind of naughty and like goes over to the kids and like flaps at the kids. doesn't peck at them. I don't think, but I saw that I talked about that here and then Papa Jean was really mad and was going to like do whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my friend was like, you got to get rid of that rooster. That that rooster pecks, roosters peck kids' eyeballs out. (laughs) Oh God. And I was like, I mean, they probably would. And she was like, Looking at me with eyebrows raised like serious, and she wouldn't stop saying peck kids' eyeballs out. And so then I was like, Oh, god, I don't know much about chickens, but that sounds terrible. And so then I mentioned, Did you
0: start Googling it?
1: No, well, I mentioned it to Alex last like a couple days ago on our walk.
0: Oh, god, give her a thing to worry about. <laughs> That's, that was nice she, of you. I know, I re- instant regret.
1: Well, I also thought, Well. I better mention this about chickens pecking kids' eyeballs out in case it happens to kids. <laughs> yes. Jeez. And then I knew and I didn't say <laughs> It's not good. Where my mind goes. If you learning. see something, say something. <laughs> I heard, Now I heard this. I just have to say it. I don't know if it's true, it but happens. they'll peck
0: your eyeballs out. <laughs>
1: She texts me at like four, three, four in the morning. No, not that late. It was when we were both going falling asleep, and she's like, "Thanks a lot. I can't stop thinking about it." You know she googled chickens.
0: it. You know she googled it. It went down a <laughs> rabbit hole of chicken attacks.
1: Yeah. So I gave her that. I'm like, well, and now it's off my plate. <laughs> so I don't know.
0: I'm, maybe we should I'm just sorry. get it a BB gun.
1: I. I don't know. I think they should eat it. Just 100%. butcher it, butcher it. But Emma, because Alex was getting mad at the rooster, and then Emma was like, "No, don't. No, I like it. Whatever." So, I
0: Yeah. Chicken people. Emma. Emma's also too.
1: <laughs> Chicken people are kind of weird. What am I gonna say? I don't know. I don't know why.
0: But God bless them because I had four eggs today, and it was fantastic.
1: Yeah. Well, it's always nice for other people to have chicken, just like it's nice for other people to have boats that are your friends.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Yep.
1: So anyway, I, that's all I know.
0: Oh, that's another thing for your list. We got fish because I got to go fishing.
1: Oh, mm, from the summer mm-hmm. for our for our food list, should make fish tacos. <laughs>
0: well, that's what you do with leftover fish.
1: Yeah. I like, a, I like fish. A little walleye situation. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go ice fishing? Speaking of winter,
0: Probably when's not. the last
1: time you've been ice fishing?
0: A long time ago.
1: Did you have ice house when you went ice fishing as a kid?
0: Nah, sort of. Yeah, we had like a like a portable pop-up thing. But when I was a kid, I fell in every single ice hole. I can distinctly remember when my feet got too big to fit in the hole, and how awesome that was. That's
1: kind of nerve-wracking
0: that you're you would fall. Well, in. just one leg. It's always one leg. So every time I went, but I had see, to bring multiple pairs of clothes, multiple pairs of <laughs> of boots, multiple pairs of. Uh, Snow pants, because within 15 minutes, I was wet to the hip.
1: Your dad should have put a little caution tape around it. Yeah, because
0: that's my dad.
1: (laughs) But see, this is where my mind goes. Were you skinny enough to fall in the hole all the way? And then you float away under the ice? No.
0: That's intense. No. Ice fishing is dangerous.
1: That's what I think about when, when some of my friends kids go off ice fishing with their grandpas and stuff like make sure that hole small enough so they don't can't slide all the they way they can't in. <laughs> just wear really puffy clothes so you stick i feel like edie could i think she's skinny enough she could fall in a hole
0: yeah it takes a, it would. I mean if she really really tried maybe could fit in a big hole you know, just don't but do. you'd have to really try. You can't accidentally fall in one. Okay.
1: See, this is unless
0: you're spear fishing, then you can totally fall in that hole.
1: Spear fishing in the ice? They
0: cut a big hole in the ice and then they make the make their ice house totally black so when a northern swims by then they just Real? get it with a spear. Really? Yeah. It's a big thing. That's I've never thing done it, do but it a lot of people this yeah,
1: neck of the woods? Yeah.
0: More Minnesota. Oh. But yeah. I think you can do it here.
1: I've never heard of that before.
0: It, it's like a big thing. looks pretty cool. It's like hunting, but for fish.
1: Also, the thing I don't get about the fishing sport I don't understand is splunk. Is it splunking?
0: No, that's climbing in caves.
1: Oh, what's the one where you... Oh, noodling.
0: That's catfish, yeah. Where you put, catch catfish with your go hands. Go in
1: alligator and crocodile infested waters, and you use your arm as bait. Hope that the thing that you want to catch latches onto your arm. You
0: want no one to blow your mind? People do that, but for snapping turtles. Huge what? snapping turtles.
1: With their and arms? And then
0: you have to be careful. You have to take your arm on the top of the mud and then go straight this. down until you touch the top of their shell. And then you have to feel around the right way to get to their tail then you can pull them out of the hole.
1: They're not using their arm for the turtle to bite.
0: No. If it does bite your arm, it's you're, you're yeah. going to take your arm.
1: Why are they just But they do
0: that to get, the sna- that's how you get snapping the turtles. Leave the turtles
1: alone. Why are you catching them? Turtle soup. No.
0: It's a southern thing.
1: Southern people.
0: It's a real thing.
1: No. You don't need <laughs> <have> to <laughs> eat turtles.
0: It is. Ask my dad. He's done it. What? He used to do it.
1: When he lived in Arkansas?
0: In Nebraska, I think.
1: <sighs> I just don't like that.
0: I don't like it either, because I've seen what snapping turtles can do to stuff.
1: I just don't, like, are turtles good to eat?
0: I don't know. I've never tried one. I want to. It's like one of the few things the, I haven't eaten.
1: I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a
0: fluffy. I know you love turtles. You, know that. <laughs> you have loved turtles since I met you, and you had turtles on your shirt every other day. <laughs> love a turtle
1: and i just feel like
0: i love turtles we, too but i and, love deer but i still love to eat them like
1: snapping turtles do we need to eat them honestly like they're prehistoric they've been alive for hundreds some years just leave them be you don't need to eat them
0: how long do they need to live
1: i don't know but why do they need to be eaten i don't know. i got problems with that
0: yeah you, I mean, you just put a little granola on me I, <laughs> I would like to eat one
1: you would like to eat pretty much there's probably nothing you wouldn't eat is there?
0: Yeah, there's things that wouldn't be my first choice.
1: Like. Bugs? Possum. Oh. <laughs> I've seen you eat bugs. Yeah. I've ate Why pons. not a possum? Because, like, a some rodent. N- no,
0: nasty little do people, critters.
1: People eat possums.
0: Oh, I think you get far enough Squirrel. south, they'll eat anything.
1: Ooh, we're kind of ragging on the southerners.
0: <laughs> That's fair game, though. I worked with a bunch of people from <laughs> the south, and, and they. Uh, I can't speak to all Southerners. <laughs> the people that I knew, it was kind of a point of pride. Like
1: Really? That they would just Roadkill
0: Stew Really? Yeah. Raccoon? Would you a yeah,
1: raccoon? I have. Why? Why not? When did you eat raccoon?
0: I don't know, when I was growing up. Hmm. I used to always do in, in Watford they always had the wild game feed.
1: Oh just try everything.
0: So everyone would bring you know, all people would bring all kinds of like Bear and Raccoon and I think they even did Coyote one time. Yeah, they did because it's nasty. Really? But.
1: There, I always thought you should be on that show from the 90s or early 2000s, Fear Factor.
0: Those guys just eat gross. I like know, that's,
1: but you would do all of that stuff. It's like, oh, do you want to scale this tall building? Fine, not scary. Yeah,
0: that that's all. When Fear Factor was about Fear Factor... That would have been fun. Fear factor turned into who can eat the grossest thing. Well, that thing. was
1: just one element of it. No. They also stuck your head in a box of tarantulas. Would you do that? Because no, you don't know. On a really show, a-
0: I would do anything because you know nothing's going to happen to you on the show.
1: And you would make me maybe win
0: some money. Yeah, right. Like,
1: See, that's why I thought you should enter. Because you would eat anything,
0: they eat some really gross things I know, but you would do it, I bet,
1: because well, look, what ba- you gotta exact- try because
0: maybe sheep eyeballs aren't gross, mm. and you just think they are, but you don't know until you I try. Forgot it. about that. We have it.
1: That would be a bad one.
0: Pop like a grape. Ooh,
1: bad. I know. Nope. 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 But for the f- sheer fact that someone would tell you that you couldn't do it would be the thing would be the reason that you would
0: do it. Right. Well, you gotta. You have to learn why not to do it.
1: Just trying to figure out a way to Can't make it. Can't just us take some,
0: everyone's word for it.
1: Some prize money here. Call us if you want Chad to be on a show <laughs> doing dangerous my, and
0: disgusting my things. My friends used to do that in high school. I made a lot of money in high school doing that.
1: Just eating things?
0: Yeah. But, really, I'll give you twenty bucks if you eat that. I'm like, really? That
1: can be dangerous. And then
0: before they could second guess it, I ate it. There's
1: things that are poisonous. So you have to make sure you know what you're doing. Like what? I don't know. I read some things. Not, About a kid not, not eating around here. Like eating some insect that like sent him into anaphylactic shock or something. I
0: ate a wasp one time. That was a little Crunchy a little nerve wracking. Was it dead? Sorta? Of?
1: Ooh. See? I'm telling you, we missed the boat on winning a game show with you. I
0: I mean it was dead after the first chomp. For sure. I think
1: you would also do good at well at the amazing race.
0: Because you can stay calm. Yeah, maybe. That's not a thing I want to do either.
1: You don't want to do anything fun. You don't want to skydive. You don't want to do Amazing Race. You don't want to go do Fear Factor and eat eyeballs. What do you want to do?
0: I said, I want to go base jumping.
1: Hey, that's not going to make us any money. (laughs) And with your luck, you're going to, like, dislocate something.
0: Probably. I I don't know. There's lots of stuff.
1: Okay, well... I'm going to be watching for some game show opportunities for you. Uh,
0: I feel like that's our best (laughs) mode of money right now.
1: Richness? Riches? Okay, well, maybe your modeling career. (laughs) That ship sailed for me. But I feel like the rugged...
0: Oh, dad bods are in.
1: (laughs) The... Like salt and pepper beard and stuff. Like men just keep getting better looking. Another reason I'm coming back as you and a man as a man,
0: because
1: it's not the case for me.
0: That you're getting better looking. Yeah, I think you are.
1: Well, you have to say that. But thank you.
0: you don't have I mean, to. Some guys don't say that. <laughs> Some guys call their wife the old lady.
1: I mean, yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not a fan either, but.
1: You don't really do terms of endearment. Um, so you don't call me
0: anything. Call you babe. Mm. Sometimes.
1: <laughs> but you can't even say that without feeling no, weird. Yeah,
0: <laughs> not no, no really. <laughs> well, you have a name.
1: <laughs> I appreciate
0: that about you. Sometimes I call you mom.
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Well, I don't really have anything inspirational other than I'm trying to go back to 2001 before I had my phone. Anything else?
0: Hmm. Nope. I don't think so. I do believe it's time.
1: It is time.
0: Bye, love you, bye. To
1: go to bed. Bye, love you, bye. There's a moment between summer and late fall at the ranch that's so good at being glorious that it actually makes us all believe we could last forever under a sky that's bright blue and crisp and warm and just the right amount of breezy all at the same time. Up here, we're easily swayed to forget about the drama that is our seasons. I imagine it's a coping mechanism we develop that gets us crazy stoic people through the negative 20 degree temperature snaps. It's forgetting that gets us through, but it's the remembering too. The combination is an art form. Because at negative 20 degrees we remember that one day it will be sunny and seventy-five. And when it's sunny, a hundred degrees and a hundred percent humidity, and there's not a lake in sight, we remember that negative twenty degrees and somehow find a way to be grateful for it all. Yes, we keep taking off layers and putting them on again until we make ourselves the perfect temperature. Funny then how we're not really good at giving the in-between moments the credit they're due around here. We usually grab them up and soak them in just enough to get some work done on a horse, paint the house, wash the car, or get the yard cleaned up for winter. Because we're taught up here to use those perfect moments to prepare us for the not-so-perfect ones that are coming. That's why fall, though a romantic season for some, gives me a little lump in my throat that tastes a lot like mild panic. Because while the pumpkins are nice and the apple cider tastes good enough, I can't help but think that Autumn is like the nice friend who slowly walks over to your lunch table with the news that your boyfriend doesn't want to go out with you anymore. And my boyfriend is summer. And when he's gone, I'm stuck with a long and drawn-out void that is winter promising Christmas, a hint of a sledding party, and a couple shots of schnapps to get me through the breakup. Hear what I'm saying? But the change is beautiful. I can't help but marvel at it no matter its underlying plot to dry up the leaves and strip them from their branches and jumpstart my craving for carbohydrates and heavy whipping cream and everything. So I always decide to give it the credit it's due when it starts to show off in full form, taking a break for the office and housework to marvel at the leaves, collect some acorns, and walk the trails the cattle and deer cut through the trees during the heat of the summer. I will never call this moment a season. It's too fleeting and foreboding for that. But I will reach out and touch those golden leaves and call it a sort of magic, the kind that only nature can perform, not only on those leaves, but also on the hair on the horse's back, the fat on the calf, the trickling creek bed, the tall dry grasses, used up flowers, and a woman like me. Yes, I'm turning too. My skin is lightening, my hunger unsuppressed, my eyelids heavy when the sun sinks below the hill much earlier than my bedtime, my pants a little tighter with a promise of colder weather. Okay, I've been reminded, summer, a month of electric thunderstorms and endless days, sunshine that heats up my skin and makes me feel young and in love with a world that can be so colorful. It's over. And so I'm thankful for the moment in these trees to be reminded that I have a little time yet, but I best be gathering those acorns and pulling on my layers. Thank you for listening to this week's Stories from the Ranch. If you want more content, you can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Veter or Facebook at Veter Ranch. If you want more information about my music, you want to download it or hear more, you can find that at jessievetermusic.com or anywhere where you listen to music. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.